Welcome to the No Clue Podcast, episode 185. I am one of your hosts, I'm Tyler. I'm Mike. We're back after, was it a was it a month almost? I think so. Month break, not much has happened, but a um, few things have happened that we'll get into. Um, get into a little bit of football. But, uh, okay, first thing that happened during our break... Uh, DeAndre Ayton has officially uh, signed to return to the Phoenix Suns after the Pacers were the ones who first offered him the money, yeah. right? Yeah. Huge contract. Um, and Phoenix matched it. And I think like in the contract, they actually uh, beat that contract. I mean, had like a better overall contract for him than, um, than the Pacers did. <laughs> Right. Which normally makes sense because the the team you're currently playing for has like a slight contract advantage. Yeah, uh, which which yeah. I think is a good system, but this is a big deal for Phoenix, man. Yeah, uh, this yeah. this was their one move that had to happen. I agree. Yeah, it is. You know, I don't know what their roster is going to look like because of KD. Obviously, that I mean, most likely that's over now. Yeah, that that's a big deal. But also, he's their only hope of remaining a contender. That and chances are, when CP has retired, I would be surprised if Booker stays there much longer after CP retires. I think Aiton is their only cornerstone that they could have. You know, it, like really deep into the future, I think Aiton yeah. would be the last one there. And and from um, their perspective, I think. Like, even if they're thinking that Booker could leave, this is a way for us to keep the team relevant, to keep the team playing at a high level. So, if it, from a basketball standpoint, this had to happen in every way. Yeah, and he, and he's also probably their most uh, irreplaceable <laughs> player as well. You know, I, I think there's less Aitons in the league than there is Bookers. Uh, obviously, CP is a one of a kind, but you can get another point guard, but... Getting a top five, top six center in the league right now is yeah. not easy. Yeah, it's not just, easy right now. And it makes so many things easier. Uh, like you said, he, it's hard to find a good big man now, and they've had that. Yeah. yeah. He's been an unsung hero for them, to be honest. Yeah, and he's he's really what makes them championship level, you know, as far as a lineup goes, you know? Yeah. Okay. You know, one um, person, I, real quick, one person I do feel bad for now is Monty Williams. Because mm, now, now there's pressure for him to make it work. Yeah. If, if Aiton regresses, Monty Williams is the first one out the door. Yeah. You know, now so, that he signed that, is is it does give him the leverage right. over any uh, issues that happen with the team, especially yeah. when it's clear that they're looking at him as their future. Yeah. Yeah, and they didn't after what happened in the playoffs, it seemed like. Right, which is which makes this deal a little bit surprising. I was actually surprised that they did match that and didn't do the sign and trade for Turner and Heald. Yeah. Which I thought would be the easy thing to do if uh if the Pacers did offer Aiton. I thought that would be the natural course of what happened, but for them to keep it um to keep him, I thought was impressive. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think to be honest, after uh, considering how bad they lost, 
I think they just mm-hmm. needed to calm down. Yeah, possibly. You know, I think everybody calmed down after that, figured out, like, I mean, we've been talking about how critical he is to their success. Yeah. He essentially keeps that roster whole next season. Yeah, he does. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm happy they wised up and made a good move. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Kevin Durant is still a Brooklyn Net. We thought he'd be. Uh, we thought he might be on another team by now. Yeah. Um, obviously, he has. He hasn't moved. The Brooklyn Nets really haven't made any moves. It doesn't seem like or any uh, um, progress in any of the trades that they were looking for for Kyrie. Um, but one trade emerged uh, was reported would have been Jalen Brown and Derek White. And some picks, uh, unknown amount of picks for Kevin Durant uh, to come to the Boston Celtics. Um, I think this is probably the most clear win-win situation for as far as all the other trades have went. I think this one was the by far the most win-win uh, for both teams. What do you think? It's almost too logical for the Nets to take it. Yeah. Because I don't think yeah. I don't think the Nets are thinking, like, they're not looking for a win-win. They're looking to take somebody's no, roster. Not. Yeah, they're definitely not looking for a win-win. But uh, I – well, I, I should say they're not looking for a win-win, but this was the one that would have still made them a contender. Oh, yeah. As far as all the other ones they've looked at, Scotty Barnes – Whatever Golden State was going to give him. I mean, that early whatever. potential with, um, I believe it was Anthony Edwards was included. Yeah. Uh, which Minnesota yeah. shot down like instantly, but that would have been interesting. Yeah, it would have been interesting. Yeah. But I, they still, Nets still would have got the raw end of that deal. You know, I, every everything would have put them at least a year away. Yeah. But this is the only one that puts them right back into the, contender spot um but they did turn it down and and this is boston that suggested this trade so they proposed the trade first um the nets did turn it down in favor of uh having smart marcus smart thrown into the trade they said they they'll take Jalen brown but they want marcus smart they don't want Derek white too expensive um uh yeah no i understand i understand like Maybe if KD was like two years younger, I, I would be a little more inclined. Yeah. But Smart is another guy like Aiton. He keeps the roster together. And he has he's been the only one that's been there forever. He's been there forever. He's gotten so much better. He's the heart and soul of the team. I mean, it's it, to me, it's no coincidence that when he finally wins defensive player of the year, they make their best playoff run. Yeah. So he's he has such an impact on the culture of that team. He does. Absolutely. And I love that Boston immediately was like, nah, that's too much. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, it's tough. It, it is tough. And losing him, you lose so much more than just uh than his defense. You lose his leadership. You lose the kind of threat he is on offense. However, I do think that they may have replaced some of the things that he can do. Oh yeah. But just the but like you said, he's just the the backbone of that team overall. I mean, he he's the fire of that team because 
Jalen and Jason, you have to beat a word out of them most of the time. Right. But Smart is the one who's always vocal, who's willing to say the tough things. You remember in the media, he oh, talked yeah. about them not passing. Another He's guy, the only one again, who another thing that. that was crucial to them turning the season around. Absolutely. Absolutely. Questioning the um, questioning what he doesn't feel right with the coach. Uh, questioning decisions that the front office makes. He's the only guy who does all of that. And um, they are more successful for it. I, he's definitely the most valuable player on that team, oh, in yeah. my opinion. No, it's no doubt. So, I am not mad at Brooklyn for asking for him because if that trade does happen, Brooklyn is... Easily the favorite in the East. Yeah, easily the favorite in the East for me. Um, just because you lose so much in Brown and Smart from Boston. Uh, Boston would lose so much losing them. And um, just easy fits for Brooklyn. I mean, easy. Yeah, man. I, really easy fits. I, I'm not going to go as far as to call them favorites, but I think they're right in the thick of the playoff hunt for with some of the packages they've been like asking for. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is going to happen. I you do. think this Boston move is going to happen? Yes. Yep. I don't know That's if it's right. going to be smart. I think it may be Robert Williams and not smart. I, I think that I could see if Boston says no to smart, I could see Brooklyn coming back and saying, okay, we'll give us Robert Williams. And I could see them making that move. And I, I see Brooklyn taking number, uh, Number one in the East next season. But you, you're you functioning like a good, like a Boston like front office guy. Because Robert Williams is a good idea because he's like a good piece. You know, if he's healthy, he helps a lot. But, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, that's somebody I'm willing to lose if I'm Boston. Mm-hmm. To me, I just, I don't know if, if that's who Brooklyn is looking for. Who's who's starting at the center for Brooklyn right now? Uh, Dr- Drummond, Claxton, Drummond. Uh, Chicago got Drummond. That's right. Claxton. They don't have a. Yeah, so I take Robert Williams. <laughs> no disrespect to Claxton because I love Claxton. Yeah. But if I can get, if I told you, hey, you want Durant? I need either Robert Williams or Marcus Smart. I'm. I think Boston pulls the trigger on Robert Williams, and Brooklyn is straight. Because that's what they need. I mean, Smart is cool, but they they still have Seth. They still have Patty Mills. It's not like um, they need a another guard. Smart does more than just being a guard, obviously. Like I'm not saying Smart isn't valuable for them. He yeah. would be the most valuable. But what do they need? They need Robert Williams. And that, that would be, I mean, easy. That, that's one thing I don't... I haven't really seen... Brooklyn ask for things they're specifically looking for on the court. Right. A lot of the That's disconnect true. has been like, we'll give you two first round picks. No, we want more than that. Or mm-hmm. we'll give you like four picks on top of two good players. No, we want a third player and another pick on, on top of that. Right. But I haven't seen like that. The, the thing you're talking about where we need a center. So especially a team like Boston who has a high level center like, I, they, I don't see the, the focus on that. But the thing is, they didn't ask for Robert Williams. They asked for Smart. I'm, all I'm saying is, if you can't give me Smart and Robert Williams is on the table, I'll take that. 
And the only reason, the other reason why they probably haven't done that is because uh, most of the other trades put them a season away. This would be the first trade that puts them right in the contending, like right now. So I would go for what I need right now. I think a lot of times, if you're giving me Scotty Barnes, I'm not worried about what my team has this year. We're not going to the finals this year with Scotty Barnes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or if you give me Poole, Kaminga, and whatever, I don't, I'm not trying to round out my starting five around me acquiring Poole. But if I'm acquiring Jalen Brown, my starting five, they'd have the best starting five in the East if they got Robert Williams. Yeah. It's funny. I, I think Brooklyn shot down uh, the Poole and Wiggins package because, like, I don't, I don't remember what the reports were, but I think they didn't see them as the centerpieces. Right. I think that was a big mistake. You think that to, was a big mistake? To me, to me, because as the time goes on, like, okay, you lose this Boston scenario, the options mm-hmm. aren't increasing. Right. So to me, like, you're going to end up looking back like, man, Poole is this good. Even if he's not as good as he was this year, he's still clearly a good player. Wiggins is obviously a good player. To me, you've you've overthought it from Brooklyn's perspective. Like you're looking for a perfect fit. You're looking for how Brooklyn could get a package back to where they're still a contender. Well, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that because they haven't asked for that ever. They've only been asking for young talent. To me, but I'm saying all they've looked for is Boston value. Offered this, but Boston offered this to them. I know, like and the they're not taking were... it because they're looking for more and more value because I hope it's not because they saw what happened with Gobert. No, 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 no. I, what I'm saying is Boston offered them this. This is the only package that someone has offered them that would make them still a contender. No, nothing else anyone has offered them would make them good next season. Right. And, and Smart would be Smart is probably the second best player they've ever even asked for. I mean, you know, they've asked for um, Anthony Edwards, but Deep other book, than that, I yeah, I mean, they knew they weren't getting that. I think they knew they knew that wasn't gonna happen. But everything else, I think Smart is like this best, I should say, second player that they've asked for. Like Brown isn't Brown's probably the best player that they've gotten an offer with, but no one they haven't asked for anything like Smart before. But the only reason you'd ask for smart is for being good next season. This so, is no, I, I completely their agree be with the worst you. Picks, because none of their the Boston picks, if they have Durant, the picks are worthless. Oh yeah. Like if they're getting picks from uh, from uh, Phoenix, and and they have um, they take Booker, Phoenix is not going to be good in three years because Durant and CP will both be gone. But Boston. When Durant retires, Boston is still going to be good if they have Smart and and Tatum still. Yeah. And Robert Williams. Um. So, I, I'm not saying that Brooklyn wants a contender from everywhere. I just think that this situation, you offer this best situation to me, I think they're milking it because, like, wow, you give us Jalen Brown, well, Jalen Brown could make us still really good next season. Uh, but... We might need a little more to be really good next season because we don't know what Kyrie's going to do. So let's see if we can get Marcus Smart. And if they can't get Marcus Smart and they think, well, 
maybe if we keep Kyrie, the only thing we don't have is a center to still be good. Because getting Brown and still having Claxton and having no other backup center is still a rough, a rough season. Even if it's like Blake Griffin, you're still gonna have a a long season like that. But if you have a championship level center, I I just think if they continue to look at it from like a we're trying to maintain our playoff appearance and a possibility to contend, I don't think they're yeah. gonna get a deal. I think but they KD's, have it. Boston just offered them one. That's what I'm saying. But it's a not good. good it's not good enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not I, good enough. Think, You're not getting a center, like you said. You're only getting a couple picks in case you, the situation is a disaster. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, the the guy you're getting with Jalen Brown is like is an is so so like he's an average player. Derek White, you're saying? Yeah, he's not changing yeah. life on the roster. No. Like, to me, to me, if I'm taking Jalen Brown, I need another player who's going to be a key piece on my roster. Right. And Derek White's not really that. That I mean, again, in my opinion, going from Derek White to actually let's let's get Marcus Smart is, is a little extra. Like, maybe start I, off with somebody else. I'm... I mean, Boston, like you said, Robert Williams would have been a better starting point after that. Yeah, but to go straight into let's get let, let me get the heart and center, soul of the team. I mean, that's <laughs> right. crazy. Robert Williams is definitely will definitely have to be the um, the counter, and I think if it if the Celtics yeah consider it, I think it's going to happen. And also, I talked about this before. Um, you have to look at these situations like relationships you know and brown this is like the hey i think we should break up uh you know what nah we, we could work it out but brown now in the back of his mind is like man she she really wants to break up with me but you know but she's just sticking around because she probably hasn't found anything better yet and and that's what that that's not good for your star player a star player I, i've We've seen we, it happen man. for a long time oh, go ahead I just Boston is taking such a huge risk, uh, even like even having this conversation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. To me, if like Brooklyn said, comes just... to me like, yeah, you know, you guys want to do something. Obviously, we're trying to move KD. I'm looking at my roster. Like, I'll think about it. But the yeah. fact that this was like the prepared offer Boston gave, right? That that's the as, issue. Now, as somebody said, SMH. Right, exactly. Now, if Brooklyn came and said, hey, um, let's make a deal. We'll take Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. And and that got out into the news, and Boston was thinking about it. That's a lot different than Boston saying, hey, I know nobody wanted you, but let me throw out Jalen Brown and Derek White for y'all. Now that – and Jalen Brown, I don't want to say he's – I don't want to say he's sensitive, but he's one of those guys yeah. that the media matters to him. Of course. And what happens in public matters to him. What people say in public matters to him. He showed it all summer. So, uh, it may be kind of rocky for him in the front office after this. Let one bad thing happen. He may be demand, you know, maybe start demanding a trade this uh, probably end of the season, not yeah. during the season, just... probably. Why rock the boat like they just did? 
I really don't understand. To me, to me, okay, Smart is the heart and soul of the team. If there's mm-hmm. anybody Boston would never look to shop, it's Marcus Smart. The second right. guy on that list to me is is Brown. I agree. Yeah, like, I mean, every time listen, they I play wouldn't make their the best, trade. Brown has been spectacular. Yeah, yeah. Now, talking for me, I wouldn't have even thought of this trait. I know. Like, me personally. Because I like Jalen Brown and I like Smart. But, yeah, I, I I think Brown is that second, the second guy for them. Uh, Your other star time. player literally plays like KD. And that's the thing, man. People who think that KD and Jason Tatum is, like, immediately unstoppable... It, I have not been watching the Celtics not game at all. At all, <laughs> they just have not. Or what Durant did the last two seasons. Yeah, it's not like Durant is like a immediate make your team better player. He's not. No. If, if the team is nothing, Durant makes the team something. But yeah. if the team is good, Durant doesn't make the team unstoppable right away. And and that's the the line like, KD will get you regular season wins even if, if you have no one on the roster. Yeah, and if KD's healthy, he might even fool the team into like being a having a playoff record. Yeah, but walking in the round one and getting d- destroyed—are you really a playoff team? No, <laughs> you just you got the participation right. trophy. Right, and <laughs> the two main players that were strapping KD up will be on Brooklyn. <laughs> If they make this trade. I know. That's that's the other thing <laughs> that's so like... bizarre. Boston, you just exposed him. <laughs> I mean, if exactly. KD, like, think about it. If KD had a vicious playoff run and then requested a trade, he'd probably be on another roster by now. Yeah. KD, right. like, was awful. You can make a case no superstar was more awful than KD was in his time in the playoffs. Right. I and the team that made him look awful now now is giving up their their cornerstone piece of the franchise to get him. Yeah, for and at then now, best four years. Right, and now they may have to give up the other best defender on the team. Like I imagine when Brooklyn plays Boston, they strap Katie again. I know it's the two players that strapped him. So it's like. What are we doing? And then the turnover king, you keep the the record turnover player and the guy who just got exposed will that's be your like, two best That's players. what I don't understand. It would make so much sense to me if we if Boston was like, yo, Tatum, White, a first-round pick, a second-round pick, that's it. Yeah. Like, to me, around would- the league, around the, like, just NBA fans, Tatum is mm-hmm. considered a lot closer to KD than Brown is. Yes. So the right. value there is not like night and day different. Right. So now you can right. now you look now you can make the case like yo I'm not giving you Smart or Williams or any of these guys I'll give you maybe Derek White maybe I'll give you Grant Williams but Tatum is yeah. plenty good enough along with a couple of elite picks. Right. I agree. Yeah. But I think Brown Tatum and some picks for him straight up it makes sense. I know. I would even do it straight up. I would. It's because yeah, KD's older, there's questions about Tatum. Like it makes yeah, Tatum sense. is the pick. Tatum's the future pick, basically, because exactly. he's the one who's going to be good for a long time. Yeah, and he's healthy. 
Tatum right. doesn't get hurt really. Right. And so. he still has like to me he has upside. You know, it's not like he's a made player that can't get any better. He showed and Brown, they both showed that they still could get better. Right. Yeah. And they both showed they they can play with Kyrie. I mean, at least to an extent, if they have to keep Kyrie, which is weird to me. I think a lot of these trades that Brooklyn is looking at kind of imply that Kyrie isn't going to be there, but I haven't heard them doing anything to get Kyrie well, out of there. The only thing I've seen is uh, is the conversations with the Lakers, supposedly. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. If Brooklyn does that, they they should fire everybody in the front office. To be honest, I mean, because there's really nothing the LA can give them. Right, it might have to. Troll, like you screwed up our franchise requesting this trade. This is what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, Brooklyn's a fucking mess. That's what they are right now. Because, I mean, we like we just talked about KD. Like you said, Kyrie could be out of there for God knows what. Yeah. Kyrie could be there and God knows if he's even going to play. <laughs> right. Right. So, I mean, right. I'm hearing you know what else I don't like hearing with Brooklyn is that Royce O'Neal is included as like part of the roster that could be good if they get the right package. Like, yo, he was just included in the Utah roster and he sucked. Right. Yeah. So, like, call yeah. a spade a spade. If a guy was playing poorly, he's not changing life in Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, him and Bruce Brown are basically the same player yeah. to me. And I I'd mean, take Bruce you Brown lose any nothing. day. Right. Bruce Brown is a little more athletic, and he plays uh, – he's, like, more consistent in yeah, doing what things. he does. Right. But other than that, it's really not much plus or minus between them. So – if they didn't consider Bruce Brown and like their top seven, like you know, put his face up there with who they have that makes them a contender, then they shouldn't put Royce O'Neal up there nah, either. No, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, T- getting T.J. Warren is huge. Um, it if is he comes if back playing. healthy, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, and they got they got one other person, right? Um, I feel like they got somebody else. Maybe not. Maybe just TJ and Royce O'Neal. But, yeah. They, I mean, they did lose I, a lot. I like, like that they're getting older. Dragic is, is going to be tough for them because that was like yeah. a key rotation piece in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. But I he don't did, know. He man. did come out and help in the playoffs. Like, I'm excited for them because their potential is so high and low. Like, they could be awful. They could be the top lottery team next year. Mm-hmm. Most likely that happens if KD's sitting there all year. Or yeah. or they could get a great package like some of these Boston packages and go right back to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think if they were to get Derek White, I don't think Derek White... Um, I mean, I think Derek White helps them as much as Dragic oh, yeah. did. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he's not like a guy who I'm questioning if he's even in the rotation. He's in there. He's helping. Yeah, you. right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Westbrook is also still on the Lakers. Um, it looks like Donovan Ham and the team are going to, what? No, we, since we've been off for a while, some things have happened. And I yeah. definitely wanted to mention that the Lakers' big three 
supposedly got together or got together on the phone because they're just such great teammates and uh, vowed to make it work. I mean, right. problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but vowing to make it work is just is just crazy. Like, Yo, like they're not already teammates. Bro, like they anything, don't. Have, you like know they what have a actually choice. would actually would make me like consider this if if they got in the gym together and put in work. Yeah. Like, dude, you had no chemistry with none of y'all had chemistry with Russ. Nobody thinks right. to spend some time in the fucking lab. Yeah, I mean, we've Insane. seen them all in the C. Brickley runs before. Why can't they, uh, you know, meet up for that again? I mean, you know, I think it's Russ being an asshole, but that's just my theory. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a good theory. It's just I'll, weird. Also, I, LeBron is really petty. So, okay. I mean, LeBron doesn't get enough credit for how petty he is. Since the um, the Donovan Mitchell all-star thing this year the harden this past year the harden all-star thing lebron doesn't get enough credit for being silly when it comes to yeah playing with guys in their names so i i wouldn't be surprised if it was like you know if lebron just said no nah, i'm not gonna meet with y'all just just call me you know <laughs> even though he's a, he's all over the I place i can see that i can like see lebron's summer. like yo i'm prepping for the drew league i i'm locked in right now <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I definitely could see that happening. Ugh. Or I'm at, you know, my son's game. E- they easily could come to the game, but, you know, whatever. He probably, they're probably like, yo, what you about to do tonight? And LeBron don't text back until he's doing what he said, what he was doing. Like, <laughs> you know, guys like that, like, yo, what you about to do? Oh, I'm at this party nah, right now. Dude, I hate, uh, I play basketball with people and I hate when people hit me up like, as they're on the court to come through. Yeah. Like they, they realize they need more people. So they'll be like, yo, come play basketball. Like, dude, I'm busy. Right. Yeah. That's, ex- I think that's what LeBron does to them. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what, so what else has happened with, with, um, with those guys? What do you think? What do you think they're going to do? You really think he's going to stay the whole season? I just, it's going to blow my mind because the, the whole, like, the reason he hasn't been moved for Kyrie is supposedly the 2029 pick. Like, the extra mm. first-round pick. They're willing to include one, but not two. I mean... 2029? I mean, dude, it's they crazy. don't have any picks. Right. The Lakers, yeah. and this is what I don't understand. Like, you've clearly, you threw your future in the trash by committing to LeBron and Anthony Davis. Like, we're in win-now mode. That's what we're always in. We're always all in. But now the guy who's taking up an insane amount of your cap, who's clearly not a fit with the roster, I mean, you literally just fired a coach for him. (laughs) We're, We're keeping extra picks four or five years away? Right. You don't even draft well. No, they don't. Or you don't commit I mean, not to the people you draft well. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, the thing is, LeBron doesn't draft well, but the Lakers have drafted well. You know, the but Lakers have drafted really well. it doesn't matter if you don't commit to them. Right. You know, like Halliburton got drafted by the Kings. If he goes to become a Hall of Famer, I'm not giving the Kings credit for that. They gave up on him. Yeah, right. 
Same thing with Brandon Ingram, with Josh Hart, with Lonzo Ball, with Julius Randle, with Josh, like any of these guys. Deloading. Alex Caruso. Like all all guys they're now desperate for. Did Jordan Clarkson get drafted by the Lakers too? Yes, he did, I believe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Clarkson's not. That's what I'm saying. They do draft well, but the thing is. Once LeBron comes, all that goes out the window. Just like the um, Wiggins would have been a cool pick for the Cavs. But that's that's like but, that's my point. Like, go all in on LeBron. If anything, if it doesn't work out, it's LeBron's fault. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's LeBron's fault anyway. Now, like, if you're really <laughs> going all in to LeBron and AD, go all in. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the Russ trade didn't work. Apparently, like, it's almost like... Now the Lakers are trying to out-petty LeBron where, like, LeBron, this is your mistake if we're not giving up multiple first-round picks for this, which right. to me is just like arguing semantics. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I, the thing is, I it's hard for me to tell exactly why, um, like, whose idea Westbrook was at this point. I feel like it's getting more and more convoluted as as time goes. Yeah, I don't think Rob is as innocent as he seems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, and then now with the reports that he was like the third option, like they tried Buddy and Turner first, and then they tried DeRozan, and then they tried what? Then they got Westbrook. Um, which I mean, you can say all that now. Yeah, it's revisionist history. Now we don't care. It's too late. Yeah, exactly. Because if they had gotten all those people, who was going to play point guard? They haven't, you know, they don't even say. Yeah, so it it's ain't like, like LeBron was, was a maestro out there while only Russ was turning the ball over. They had, right. there's plenty of turnovers to go around for the Lakers. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, then they've dug themselves in a hole where they don't have picks. They don't have any young players that are, have, like, promising futures. Yeah. Um, and they just keep trading all the young players that do have promising futures. Uh, they trade all their most consistent players, and you know, for the least consistent player. Sign randoms. Yeah, the, they the went signees vets were one year. Atrocious. Now we're going young players. Like we're we're looking for uh, former legend sons. You know, in the in the summer league. Which credit if a guy's good, he's good. And Scottie Pippen Jr. did look good. Yeah, he does. But, I mean, we're just, you know, we're just guessing. We're not drafting. We're not scouting. We're just trying to just notice people. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll see what happens with them. Um, I actually just want them to start the season because I want to see what happens with them in the... the, uh, I want to see... I should say mid-season. I I think first couple games are going to be fire. And then after no. that, they're going to be trash. No, no, no. I think uh, I want to see if Darwin Ham could keep that same energy when Russ starts starts breaking out the straight backboard pull ups and the the lobs to the fans or straight to the other players. Yeah, what, what's going to happen is Darwin is going to tell him to do uh, to do whatever he had planned for him, and it's going to work. I think, like I said, in the first season, and this. Beginning of the season, LeBron always starts the beginning of the seasons out hot. That is That's true. just what he does yeah. with his team. I think they'll come out great. And then once they start facing 
two or three game losses or like, you know, maybe a blowout here and there, then all of a sudden Westbrook is going to have to revert to his instincts and it's going to be turnover city for the three of them. And if Anthony Davis is healthy, he's going to be slow and be getting exposed or not playing defense. I remember when they thought he was going to be like defensive player of the year candidate every year. And I think we haven't seen it since the last time they said that. Uh, So I think December, I could see Westbrook being the one to ask for a trade when the media gets to him, when he doesn't like Darwin's plans. uh, And he's just sick of LeBron and AD. And my prediction would have been right a year off. Because if he does that, if Russ plays like he just did, and has the nerve to be like, I want out, like, get me out of here. Oh, he's done. Yeah. yeah. He's done. Yeah. Just like I, the fact that Frank Vogel got fired and he he took that like it was his fault. He should have been fired. Yeah. If he tries to pull some nonsense, like, is there, I, they not letting me be Russ. Okay, Russ, go to the fucking TBT and be Russ. Go to the big three and be, <laughs> be Russ. Because you're not going to be Russ in the league no more. No disrespect to those leagues. <laughs> no disrespect. <laughs> but a, t- a top 75 guy having to go there within like two years of retirement, Russ would be the I'm one. I'm just imagining uh, <clears throat> Russ uh, checking CJ McCollum's brother and Casper Ware. <laughs> and getting cooked, Jimmer too. Fredette in getting the cooked. You know he's getting cooked. <laughs> Yeah, those guys would cook them for sure. Dude, I, I caught yeah. somebody, man. I It was briefly, but he looked like somebody. If I remember, I'll tell you about it off air. But it, the guy was like, he, he didn't move quick. It was just lighting people up. <laughs> yeah, just, it's I'm funny picturing how those like guys... Russ guarding him, and I'm like, no way. There's no shot. Kenny Boynton is having like a resurgence to his career in the TBT from Florida. Remember him? Yeah, briefly. He was like the... Yeah, he like took Bradley Beal's spot as their go-to guy. Um, so uh, Donovan Mitchell, let's go to Donovan Mitchell. The Knicks are actively hunting for Donovan Mitchell. Um, I'm not sure who. I'm not sure if the Jazz have acknowledged the Knicks at all in this. Like I. The reports I've read are mostly about how, um, you know, the Knicks are going for him, but I haven't heard anything talking about the Jazz trying to send him to New York. Have you? No. So this could just be something the Knicks are just talking about and probably not doing. I will say this, though. The Knicks should not be stingy with their picks. Let them all go. Because talk about one of the worst drafting teams in the league. We waste every first-round pick. The Knicks waste every single first-round pick. I can't remember the last first-round pick that I was like, man, this is the one, and like they come out and actually start playing well, and we actually start using them, other than R.J. Barrett. It was the only one. Every other one, we go to France, we go to Slovenia, you know, we go uh, to Spain and Germany and get all these guys that yeah. we play for a season, play till their contracts is up, and they're out of there. So why why bother with the first round picks? Let them let the Jazz have all of them. Give them all up. Cause I'm sick of seeing us draft people. Like what do we do this season? 
we drafted that dude and traded him to OKC on, on draft day. Yeah. Just to get Kimba off the roster. I mean, it was just... <clears throat> yeah, you did a lot to get Brunson for some reason. Yeah. I, I still I don't understand the math behind that. But I mean, to your point, no, to your it. point, uh, Minnesota just gave up two. What was it? Two first round picks and three second round picks. Yeah, something like that. I mean, five like solid quality picks and five players for a guy who blocks shots. And obviously, I'm underselling. He does more, but you know, he's known for being a shot blocker. Yeah, and it costs five pick five legitimate picks to get him. Yeah, like Donovan Mitchell is one of the top five. At worst, he's the top five best shooting guard in the league. Yeah, like give up the. I want you to give up your picks till twenty twenty nine if we could get him. Yeah, Donovan has shown he can lead the league in scoring. Like he's. I mean, I don't. I don't see any downside to getting him over our future. I mean, what is our future? If anything, future bro, even if. Even if, like, I had the same questions about Donovan that I do with, let's say, Devin Booker, and a lot of people do mm-hmm. have questions like that for Donovan. You know, me and mm-hmm. you are a little higher on him, but a lot of people think he can't guard. A lot of people think he's just like a volume, he's like a Tatum, just like a volume shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, to me, you need a guy who's going to consistently work hard and who's pissed off by losing. Yeah, that that's what bothers that's me dumb. is about the about the Knicks is nobody's mad about losing, right? Like I want you know maybe not Randall, but I wanted Melo back in the day to say something like, "Yo, this shit is not good enough," right? Somebody with some credit and Donovan could come in there. To me, he's a, a great leader for Randall. He's a great leader for uh, like Barrett for quickly all these guys developing. Yeah, you gotta have somebody who. At least I could think could put it together. Yeah, yeah. So, so to your point, man, I'd break the I'd break two banks, not just one. I'd break two banks to get Mitchell if I'm New York. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it, it, it seems seems very obvious, very clear. He's an instant leader. He's someone that will you know go out on a stretcher if that's what it takes for him 100%. to for you guys to be successful. And I think the defensive. These defensive issues they've had, I mean, people have with him. I, I don't think people blame the Utah scheme enough because nobody played good defense on Utah. It wasn't just Donovan. The whole team's defense was trash. And I don't know why Gobert kept winning Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, obviously he blocks shots, but nothing else he does on defense is good. Because they're sending, name- like, they're trying to send the bad defensive, like the players who are capitalizing on the bad defense, they're trying to funnel him to Gobert. So when somebody exactly. makes defensive plays, it has to be Rudy. Who else is it going to be? Exactly. Yeah. Because they don't play another center. They don't play with any other shot blocker. Like a lot of the times, the guys who are up there in the leader of shot blockers don't block as many shots because the power forward blocks shots too. Like... Dwight will never lead the league in blocks again on L.A. because Anthony Davis will be getting half the blocks that Dwight would be getting. Or Capella doesn't get as many blocks as he probably could because John Collins still can block shots. Nobody can block shots on Utah except for Gobert. I know. So, you know, I'm not worried. I'm driving right at Bogdanovich. I know. So it's like, 
and, um, and I also, think people... it's also tough because Donovan's like, he's really a two guard and he is like six one. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's tough, bro. His, his height gets, his height seems like it uh, is up for interpretation a lot because I've heard a lot he of. He might be six three, heights, but... but then sometimes he looks six feet. Yeah, sometimes he looks bigger than guys. Yeah. Like He's sometimes weird. I'm like, wow, maybe he might be. He might be closer to six five compared to like someone else who's six three. Like the other people who they say is six three, I look at him next to Donovan. I think Donovan looks a lot bigger. Yeah. But then I see someone who is, you know, like a jaw who they say is six three, and Donovan looks six foot. I know. So like, I know. It's he... the body proportion too. It's weird. Think... Yeah. And they've and they've yeah. lied. I mean, in the NBA, they lie about the the height all the time. Thing is, if they're lying about his height, they're lying about his vertical too. Because if he's six foot, oh my I can't imagine anyone having a higher vertical than he oh does in the league God. right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because when he dunks, I'm like, man, he got to be at least he got to be six four doing that. I know. But yeah, so shout out to Donovan, man. I hope he goes somewhere. I'd like to see some happy. like similar to KD. I want to hear some potential packages or offers. Yeah, me too. And I think, I really think that this weird stain people have with the defense is is affecting his value, his market value. I really do. I can see that too. Yeah. And I and I it shouldn't because again, I think it's all of Utah's schemes. But I think that people are making it seem like it's a bigger deal than it is. Like he's smaller. Like I haven't seen. Hey, I mean, I mean this was, to be uh, honest, to be honest, and again, we've defended him, but you just got uh, Jalen Brunson, who was probably the biggest reason why his uh, there's so many questions about his defense. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. if anything, they were looking at yeah. the Brunson tape like Man, this Donovan guy is kind of suspect. Uh, right. Well, it is what it is. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I'd also like to see uh, Utah uh, just commit. Like Donovan, if you're willing to stay here, we'll rebuild your like we'll rebuild, we'll do whatever it takes, we'll pay you whatever it takes, like just give us a chance. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like how Dame mm-hmm. like what they're doing with Damian up mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um That was another you know, signing it, I, that happened when we were off. Oh yeah, Damian signed like the biggest contract in history or whatever. Yeah. I don't have anything to say about that. I'm sick of Damian being in Portland. I'm sick of Portland in general. But real quick, last thing about Donovan. Um, the other thing is, Quinn Snyder never really experimented with it, but I'd, I'd like to see some teams experiment with him at the point guard, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, no one has done Quinn, it. Quinn, I mean, like, fell back to it as, as like, a half-to, just because guys were yeah. hurt or in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. I would like but if you have a good team, big team, yeah, it could be interesting with him at the one. He's a he's a really good playmaker, good passer, and you he'd immediately be a top five point guard in the league too. So. Hopefully, hopefully this Boston guy they brought in to coach uh, tries mm-hmm. shit. That's that's really what I want to see in Utah. I'm 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 honestly with the roster they have. We might need a lottery mm-hmm. year, but we're not gonna play the same fucking way. There's there's no shot. Right. Let's let's figure yeah. out what we could do, what we can't do, what we need in the off season. 
this scheme with just funneling all the shot blocking to the whatever center they have. Because if you think about it, they looked just as good defensively with Whiteside there. They did, yeah. So, like, we got to switch up how we're playing on both ends, to be honest. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and plus with Patrick Beverly, if he's the point guard, if they keep him, I mean, he's just a token point guard anyway. Like, he just comes out there because he's the smallest guy on the team. He has to run point. And then whoever is playing the two usually has to run point with him out there anyway. I do like so um, all the guys they picked up from Minnesota are hard workers. They are, yeah. So at at yeah. worst, we're we're competing every night, and I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, if Donovan stays, well, I mean, he may stay to get his stock, to get his value up. I mean, because he could go out there and have to put up forty a game for them to be competitive, yeah. and and he can do it. I mean, we've seen him being be able to do it, so. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he just comes out here and has like an incredible season, and then you know, then would, they look to bro, him, and he'd probably be. Assuming worth more. he's healthy, he's gonna be an MVP candidate the first month. Yeah, unless they're yeah, losing every so night, which again, knowing Donovan, they're not gonna be losing every night. No. Uh, no. so to me, if they're if they start out like seven and four, he's easily an MVP mm-hmm. candidate. <laughs> Yeah. Which again, I know yeah, it's a probably. tiny sample size, but <clears throat> no, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. So Draymond believes he deserves a max extension right now. Um, he has two years left on his deal. Uh, I'm not sure. Have you seen what the number would be? I saw for his it, max. I saw it when it first came out, but I don't remember uh, the number. How do you feel about him thinking he needs a max? He deserves a max. I I just, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if, like, Marcus Smart spoiled me, but mm-hmm. I, I, I expect the heart and soul of the team, not just, not just to be the heart. I expect him to actually contribute on the court. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, Draymond, you're the heart and soul of the team. I'll give you that. But but yeah, too many fucking times you're not contributing on the court at all. When right. when Boston when Smart doesn't contribute for Boston they suck. Mm-hmm. I mean they're all, they're mostly awful. Draymond yeah. they can literally not play you and be just as good. Yeah, him playing good is a plus for them. It's a not plus, a not, not a, a need. necessity. Yeah, yeah. To me, this is talk about overplaying your hand, acting like you're like the like obviously this organization needs me. What? <laughs> he had one good game in the finals, and you know, people were saying it was the best game of his life. And it was just a good game. It wasn't great. I don't know if I sent you the, the summer league footage of him, his rookie year. Yeah, yeah. You did. <laughs> Bro, yeah. first of all, Draymond, the disrespect to say that it was his best game ever, I don't know how people forgot in that game seven that Kyrie won, he had yeah. 32, 10, and 9. He was eating. He had 32 yeah. points in a game seven. And five <laughs> years later, he scores what? 
10 points and everybody's like, wow, the greatest game from Draymond we've ever seen. Has, did Draymond even score 20 points like once this season? Not in the playoffs. There's no way. Maybe <laughs> he, he snuck it in on season, to he be snuck it in during the year once, but I doubt it. Yeah. It, and the, the contract would be four years, $138 million. That would be his max. Oh. And that would take him five years, $164 million, including, you know, next year. How ignorant can you be? They just paid Steph. They recently p- paid Clay. They'll probably pay him again. I mean, you have to pay Pool. Pool is obviously getting a bag. I mean, they're prob yeah. they could lose Wiggins because they can't afford him. Yeah, you know, most likely considering their culture, they won't. But it could happen mm-hmm. if they really have to lowball him, which good chance they might. Yeah, I mean, Draymond. What the hell? You're you're gonna get a bag, but this makes you look bad, right? Like there, trust me. Like there's no way they'll they'll short him in the contract when it's time for the contract, right? But his his season high was max. sixteen, by the way. You're not season worth the max, bro. Sixteen and ten. My sixteen, guy, ten, and my ten. Guy, every aspect double. of your game has declined. You can't shoot the ball. You can't make layups. You turn it over just as much as you get assists. I don't notice you on the boards every night. Dude, it's so bad. Not only were you not the front runner for defensive player of the year. Again, Marcus Smart who won it. And a guy who was a frail wing who got cooked. Was over Mm -hmm. you in defensive player of the year ranking. So literally every aspect including your strength has declined. Yeah, are are we paying yeah. you for the fucking for your for your expert podcast opinions? He had one triple double this season, four double doubles. He used to be a regular triple double guy. Out of forty four starts, so he was one for forty four with triple doubles. Oh, this podcast shit might be getting to his head. To be honest, this new media shit might be getting to his head. Yeah. Yeah, 140 for that is that's not it, Draymond. Sorry, man. I mean, he you are the heart of the team. But bro, um, he also he but, also has the downsides that Smart doesn't. He loses his composure and gets thrown out of the fucking game. Right. I've never seen Smart do that. If he does it, it's because like it was an actual fight, not not just because yeah. he's yelling at the refs. Right. Like didn't Smart and um Embiid get ejected one time. Yeah, like I think two, that's like the only time ago, I can yeah. I can remember. But I can remember Draymond just <laughs> just yelling, just yelling into the crowd bro. and getting thrown out. I've seen him yell from the bench and get thrown out. Flagrant fouls, all that stuff that happens to him. That doesn't really happen as yeah, far. He still yeah. kicks his fucking legs, even though he's had multiple incidents. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, <laughs> I guess we'll see what happens with that. I don't I'm hoping think he it was just like a like a it. just something to say to get people talking about him. Yeah, and and the thing is, I don't think no one is saying that he's not worth a max. Like who he is is not worth a max. We're just saying I mean, I think media and 
hopefully the team is just saying that this past season was not worth a max extension because next season Draymond could average a triple double next season for all we know I mean, I mean when he got paid not like he he's got not a lot capable. yeah right and I I thought he was like if anything they underpaid him a tiny bit when he got paid the first time yeah because his like his game was looking like it was gonna get better yeah Yep. I mean, these last two years, bro, you've only gotten worse. I'm not paying you more. You're not getting younger. He he didn't score 20 points last season in the 2020 uh, 2021 season. Oh, you haven't scored 20. You haven't had a 20 piece in two years, and you're <laughs> worth a max. <laughs> worth 140 he I mean, says i hate i hate to keep comparing him to smart obviously they're not the same player but they they the value to the team is similar to me no yeah you're right in in you're right like smart if smart in every way makes him look bad bridges who was yeah. the runner-up in probably every way makes him look bad i'd i'd throw out a guy who we argued about bam who didn't even have play well in the playoffs makes him look bad yeah, I agree with that. Because yeah. Bam is way more noticeable with the switches. He's way more noticeable in the glass. Like, and again, yeah. Bam could. You see a lot of ways he could get better. I just I don't see any of that with Draymond. Right, Draymond's last twenty piece was uh, on Christmas Day, twenty nineteen, against Houston. He had a great. Oh, that was only when three they, assists, they, but. they were awful, right? They were awful, and I or was that the KD's last year? Uh, I don't think KD was there. So it was the first awful year. I remember that because yeah. they they exposed Harden that Christmas game. You remember that they were like yeah, doubling was... him, and it was like a weird. They would double and run, double and run, and like Harden couldn't yeah. figure it out. Yeah, they had um, and they they won by twelve. Biggest win of the and, season, and they won like twenty games that year. And the starters was D'Angelo Russell, Damian Lee, Willie Cauley Stein, Glenn Robinson the Third, and Draymond. <laughs> and they beat a Phoenix, a Houston team that was, again, like still peak contending Houston at that point. Yeah, Westbrook. That was when Westbrook was turnover, the turnover king on that team. And he had a good game that game, but he was turning over like crazy. So, yeah. But anyway, yeah, we'll see with Draymond if he gets paid. I, I think they should wait a year. I think Draymond should be okay with them waiting a year. Um, I think Steph should tell him you should be okay with waiting a year uh, and just go out and just kill it this year, man. You haven't had 20 points in two and a half years. Yeah, um, I need some self-awareness, you know, bro. <laughs> I need a total a of eight. Bit. Total of eight triple doubles in two and a half in three years. Total of eight. Uh, so, not and not that triple doubles means anything. You know, I've already said on here triple doubles don't mean that much to me. But for you to have been someone who has like a lot of impact on the court, yeah, seeing how much your impact has fallen off is that's there's certain players who do like based off the way they play. Them getting triple doubles is a big impact. Yeah, he was right, huge exactly. with that. That means he's all over the place. He's, but yeah, yeah, he's one of those guys. If he has a triple double, they probably won the game, which is good. I mean, to me, to which me, I forgot who's. Impact. I'm assuming Chuck started calling him triple single. 
But to me, they started calling him that because he used to get triple doubles all the time, and now he doesn't. Yeah, it's only funny because he used to get triple doubles. Exactly. Like, they been saying that to like Grant Williams wouldn't be funny because exactly. that's what you expect. It's only funny when you expect better. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, we'll see though. I hope I hope they keep the team together. I don't think that they lose him. You know. I just I think if Draymond goes to another team, I think he has a really hard time, especially at 37 or whatever. You know, he's old too. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah, I think he just worked this summer, get his shot back, so he could start hitting some jumpers. People don't. I think people underestimate how hard it is to keep your form as a basketball player. Uh, like Steph is super super impressive in that he has had the same form like his entire career. But a lot of these guys, it's tough to like keep shoot the exact same for 10, 15 years of your life. Yeah. You know? Um any little thing you could jam a finger and and have to shoot differently for the next 4 months. You know, it just it just happens. Just when you do it this often, just any little tweak could mess it up. So yeah. He also like Draymond needs to tweak it back. For us to really know if he could still make shots or not, he's got to take more. Yeah, I'm not saying like a crazy amount more, but if you're open eight times and you take three, you're not Mm -hmm. you're not gonna shoot the ball well. But if you if you shoot seven of those, yeah, that might that might look better. Look at Grant Williams. Yeah, Grant Williams to me, not not, he, he didn't really get better shooting the ball. He just got more reps. Mm-hmm. So, I just he, he shoots so like rarely. It's tough to even tell if he almost plays like Ben Simmons, <laughs> avoiding layups. Yeah. Like he's he's honestly, I've watched him avoid layups to get guys that are not named Steph Curry threes or Clay. Yeah, yeah. I it, it is it is weird. And then he sometimes. He'll be mad when someone does that and like someone else is open for a layup. Like if Poole shot a three, yeah, and he was and like Otto Porter was open for a layup, Draymond would be yelling at him. But Draymond <laughs> would give up his wide open layup for Poole to take the three. Only if it comes from him, then he doesn't yeah. get mad. Yeah. Hold up a second. Yeah, right, dude, yellow. Pop. Yeah, Doma, your radio dealer. Sorry. You good? Yeah. All right. So we'll we'll see what happens with Draymond. I I I think he'll be fine. I think um. I don't think it's going to be any discourse from it. No. Nah. Or any hard feelings. This is the only organization that I did. I this doesn't phase me at all. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Okay, uh, last NBA player to talk about, Zion. Uh, Zion has signed a new deal, but uh, lately there's been some I mean, things coming about. The deal, huh? uh, the deal. I believe we mentioned it last episode we talked. Yes, we did, yeah. <clears throat> but now certain things in the deal are surfacing. Um yeah. Mainly a clause that states he will have weigh-ins throughout his deal. I believe they said 
monthly or bi-monthly, like twice a month, um, to measure his combined weight and body fat percentage to ensure it doesn't exceed a total of 295. Yo, I, so, I'm not... I'm not like a weight loss expert or diet expert, but I, I've been out of shape a lot. I've been in shape, you know, I've kind of mixed between the two. Yeah. The fact that they can't just have like a target weight, they got to fucking add his weight and his body fat percentage. Mm hmm. I mean, again, I'm not an expert. Maybe that's like a better way to track if he's really in shape or if he's really putting on weight the right or wrong way. Yeah. yeah. But it seems like it's like a little extra than to just have a, a set weight he can't go over. I agree. And I, I feel like the set weight he can't go over makes more sense because he came into the league, the heaviest player in the league. So it's like, how much weight do you want him to gain? Because to me, this implies that you're okay with him gaining weight. You just don't want him to gain too much weight. But why do we want him to gain any weight at all? I know. Bro, they have him listed right now as 284. He's almost there. <laughs> 11 pounds in New Orleans is not hard to gain. I promise you. I promise <laughs> you. I I don't know how recent this is. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> see dude. On the I mean, there's no way he's under website. 260. There's no way. Well, he came in at 260 as a rookie, so I'm sure he's over that, over 260. But, yeah, and, I mean, and not having played, he definitely would be over. Um, yo, if he's 284. <laughs> That's like. That's Bro. like putting you next yeah, to the, the gun or like almost on the verge of death. And yo, like you got to please make it. Please pull through. <laughs> yeah, it what? is. It is. What? Dude, that's the 11 pounds in... is I could do that in a weekend. Bro, and I mean, this is 284. We don't know his body fat. I know. So... I know. That's that. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I know his <laughs> body fat ain't it. No. Ain't no perfect, like, what was it, 4%, I think, is the target? Yeah. Hell no. That shit, that shit approaching double digits, I'm sure. Yeah, so, it's, <laughs> I get the clause now, because I didn't, I didn't look up his weight when I read the clause for the yeah. first time, and now I get it, because, like, they're basically saying, look, you better not gain one more pound. <laughs> like, <laughs> This is it. No more gaining any weight because of 284, yeah. bro. And this could, oh uh, gosh. Dare, dare I blame guys like Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons for this? Uh, mm -hmm. There's been a lot of talk from like analysts and just people in general how because of some of the behavior and some of the antics we've gotten from players that yeah. like the next CBA could have could drastically change contracts. Mm -hmm. This is, to me, this is a subtle attempt, uh, and this is kind of the first example we're seeing of this in the NBA. I'm sure there's been things like this, mm -hmm. but this is like a very blatant example of, 
like, yo, the, the fears everybody has with you, we have them also. And you've yeah. shown an inability to, to really overcome the, the fears we have. Mm-hmm. So, like, dude, you're an exciting player. We obviously want you as part of this nice roster that we've built. Mm-hmm. But I'm not just going to give you $200 million and just trust. I mean, you haven't really given me much of a reason to do that. Yeah, right. The more I'm thinking right. about it, um, the more I kind of understand it. Yeah, and we've seen players, you know, um, struggle with their weight um like somewhat recently you know yeah. i mean rest in peace um man I, I hate i hate that i forgot his name already uh man it, it, from the from the blazers he just oh, passed caleb away swanigan. Just, caleb swanigan yeah rest in peace caleb swanigan but someone struggled with his weight big time um I, I think it was Derek Williams at one point really struggled mm-hmm. with his weight back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he came back trim, he was like, and came to the Cavs after he had lost that weight. He was great. Like Jeff Green like, like for that was a, a second. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, I mean, we, we've seen guys struggle with their weight and seen guys come back. And the good thing is this doesn't kick in until after next season. Mm-hmm. So he has this whole season to lose lose weight to avoid that clause it's not like it's right now yeah so um he does have a season to start of the 23 24 season so yeah he has a season to get into better shape so and you know i i was one of those guys who was not in shape until the season started i played in into shape most of my uh basketball career so he may be one of those guys you know, see, 20 games in, see, he may I have lost 10 I pounds. couldn't do that. But you know what I could do yeah. is I could fall out of shape super quick. Right. I could yeah. fall out of it, shape. I could put on weight with the quickness. Uh-huh. <laughs> Losing that shit. It's different it for everybody. It's different for everybody. It's, it's yeah, not that it, different it, from Zion, it, apparently. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, and he hasn't played, so it's... I know, man. I know it is. Oh it God. is. What had like the the setback? Yeah. the the real The real thing is like he, like you said, he's been hurt. I wonder how much of the weight has like slowed down his comebacks. Right. To me, there's no way it had no impact, especially with this latest foot. Yeah, man, and I mean. Not to, uh, and we're not, we're not body shaming Zion. We're only talking from a bo- basketball standpoint for anyone listening. But, yo, man, that big coming down from fifty inches off the ground, dude. You know, like he's jumps higher than most players in the That's league, and he's coming down with two hundred and eighty pounds, That's what slamming I'm on his leg, those bones. Your yeah, legs it has cannot to. Cannot handle that. They can't. No, Especially, they can't. maybe they handle it. Maybe you get two years. You're not getting a long career out of that. Right. And to me, even with you could look at this clause as like a kind of like a disrespect to Zion, but at the same time, you could look at it as the Pelicans giving him the bag prematurely. We've yeah. seen him eighty games. He's missed right. what two thirds of the games he could have played? 
I think more than that. More than that. I think three-fourths probably. Yeah. No, we want, we want you as part of this organization. Yeah, and when he did play, I mean, he, he, he great. had great numbers. Yeah, he, he played good, yeah. yeah. That's the other thing. He didn't look great defensively. And if you're not keeping that weight down, you're not moving your feet. I can tell you that. Right. According to the team, he has he has passed 300 pounds on multiple of his weigh-ins so far in multiple. his That's, that's yeah, a says, pattern. It says, although he was listed at 284, his weight gain has exceeded 300 pounds multiple times throughout his career. This is from the Athletic, so just citing my sources. Bro, oh, Big Baby was another one who had a weight clause in his contract. Mm. I mean, that makes a little um, more sense, but to me, again, it's 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 not like they're giving him a target weight to be at. They're just saying like you can't right. get too crazy with it. Yeah, I mean, bro, if he stayed at, I don't know, man, two ninety five doesn't seem that hard to keep down. To keep down from uh but if you're already at 284 no room for error really yeah that's bad and and that really freaked me out that you said that he had uh multiple occasions of weighing 300 plus pounds yeah yeah um they said uh i think they're targeting him to be around 270 so See that I'm not a huge fan of that because your your target is not that far from the the limit. Twenty five pounds is a lot of no, is a lot a of lot. weight. It though. is a lot. Yeah, it's not far, this but it's a hard it's, line to to ride. It's far enough that he will still play his game. You know, I I think that's one thing. Some some players there's some players who need to be heavy. Oh yeah. Because if he wasn't heavy, he would lose half the stuff he's good at, yeah. you know? I mean, a guy so from more. back in the day, Sean Kemp was always heavy. Sean Kemp had a very mm -hmm. similar build to Zion, actually. Yeah, he did. Very yeah. heavy up yeah. top. I mean, his legs weren't thin at all, though, to be fair. But right. as soon as the lockout happened, uh, he was never the same. Right. This is the same. One setback, and now you're missing a year. Now that's like... 12 to 16 months without games that's mm -hmm. it's easy to put on weight like you said you're a guy who's i know a lot of guys who played in the shape if you're not mm -hmm. getting the chance to play in the shape it's tough it is yeah absolutely it's tough to have if you to don't have the chance it's tough to do that all, all the time right right yeah so we'll, we'll see about zion um Wish the best for him, of course. We want to see him man. on I'm the court. I'm very excited for them. Me too, man. I, me too. They're, they're a team that I don't really see a lot of flaws in what they have. I could see some upgrade opportunities, but flaws, there's not many. Nah. It really isn't. Um, yeah, they just got to put it together. Uh, health, Willie really. Green is doing great out there too. Really, health, that's, that's it. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Health and just keep developing. Um, speaking of contracts, now to football. Yeah, been a minute. Since Kyler Murray's contract. It's been a long time. Yeah, it hasn't really. Nah, not I much. mean, even though the season, 
NFL offseason is whack. Yeah. I hate that they spend so much talking about it on TV, but it's 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 not worth all the conversation to me and like so far from the season because so much stuff happens before the season. We don't even know who's playing quarterback on like half the teams in the NFL right now. Yeah. So it's like not much to talk about, but we do know one quarterback, uh, Kyler Murray. Um, <laughs> what was the number? Oh, it was 0.5 more than Deshaun Watson. I remember that. Five-year 230, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, But he has a clause in his contract. Well, he did have a clause in his contract called an independent study clause, in quotes, independent study clause, uh, that required him to study game film on his own for at least four hours a week. Uh. It caused a lot of controversy, and the Cardinals ended up taking it out of his clause. I mean, taking the clause out of his contract, according to, you know, at least they said they did, right? Mm-hmm. The thing is, and this is, you know, lawyers are, are great because they may have taken that out and just put in some other verbiage that means the same thing. It just doesn't say that anymore. Let's be honest. You know? it, it doesn't matter that they took it out. The damage is done. Yeah, it is. That's that's what I have an issue with. Like, why are you doubling back now? It's, what, are you not going to make him study now? You're obviously still right. going to be doing that. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I mean. Just, I, I know is, for a fact that's still a requirement for him. Oh, yeah. This, this was a bad clause. And it's more so that it was – it the situation wasn't – clearer or like what they want from him wasn't clearer because Mm -hmm. to me you could have easily made it look respectable and said like he's got to stay after practice mandatory hours he's got to work with the qb coach mandatory hours he's got to like watch specific film after games more than everybody else Mm -hmm. just just to be like yo you got to study more like that's independently. Yeah. Right. What is that? That's whack. Like, dude. Yeah, because if, if you want me to study, I'll stay at the facility all day. Why are you making me yeah. do extra work at home? And how are they going to track it? Like, they could have at least said, "Hey, we just need weekly meetings with whoever." You know. Yeah. We bring Gruden back in there, or whatever. Whoever the quarterback guy is, we need 100%. weekly meetings with him. It, but independent study, like, bro, I independent study is tough, man. <laughs> it's like understand. no one wants to do that. I don't understand. They're literally like, yo, like this guy doesn't study enough. He's got to do it more. It's it's almost like they ex- like wanted to expose him. The thing is, that's corny, but I get it. Oh, I get it for get sure. It. Yeah, because and you. The NFL is tough because I think the NBA players don't um, they don't enforce their like uh, value to the team as much as NFL players do. Like they don't play with it. Like uh, like Kyler probably would play with them. He already did kind of play with them about how much they need him. Yeah. Like, it's clear that they need him. And really, I guess I should just say quarterbacks really do this more than anybody yes. because they're the ones that everybody needs. 
So he did play with them a little bit on how much they need him. So I get them saying, look, yeah, we need you, but we also need someone to study. So if you want to play that game, we can play around. And here it is. So I get that. And I, I get that they have to have some sort of control for their players because with the quarterbacks are really, they could be renegades and they'd still need yeah. them just as bad. I mean, yeah, dude. Especially I, it's, it's been that a it was so obvious that he didn't watch film this last season. Oh, it's it was obvious, so obvious every year. He's one of the best quarterbacks in a league week one to nine, and he sucks week 10 to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Three straight years he's done that. Yeah. Like if 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 that doesn't speak to anything else but your prep, obviously you're good enough. Obviously you got paid because you're good enough. You've shown. Yeah. I mean, I've watched him every time he's played the Cowboys. He's just destroyed them. Yeah. He looks like fucking like the combination of every great quarterback when he plays sometimes. Yeah, he does. And then other yeah. and then and then you get to the playoff game and he has no clue what's going on. Right. I mean, forget getting okay. The Rams are better. Nobody's surprised by that. You had no clue what was going on on the field, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. What else can I point to besides your your lack of preparation? Yeah, and for quarterbacks, it's the most obvious because when you're playing good, every other team's defense is preparing for you based on how you've played the rest of the season. They don't, you know, they don't use like the. Uh, the best version of you 100%. or like just or just a random version like a mm-hmm. madden version of you they use okay he's on fire this year he's been doing this this and this and the whole defense gets together and works on that that and that yep. and then he comes in like yo this isn't how they play me uh, first game of the season yeah because you've been on fire for the last 10 mm-hmm. weeks so yeah <clears throat> and, and it's yeah. like we talk about coaching a lot in basketball, and it doesn't have the same weight because it, in football, it's just such a team sport. It's such a cohesive, like, X's and O's sport for you to play well on either end. And coaching is a team sport in football. Because exactly. it's like exactly. nine coaches. And it takes that many. <laughs> it's not like there's too much. Right. So, yeah. I, I mean, and you can name, I mean, I'm not. I'm not someone who I'm not good at naming people in football, but somebody who knows football a lot can name every coach on the team. I, and I know basketball a lot. I cannot name every coach on any basketball team. Yeah. Because a lot of the coaches are pretty much irrelevant. Like no one is out looking for Evan Turner to bring him to their staff. Exactly. I know he's on a staff, but no one cares. But people are out looking for every defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, quarterback coach wide receiver coach special teams coach for you know for their team I mean, belichick just did uh they just established that they won't have a definitive offensive and defensive coordinator i don't know if you saw that i mean yeah, it, I did, the, yeah. The, the sports world is like freaking out like this has never right. been done what the like what is going on here it doesn't seem that crazy to me it, but it, yeah exactly it, when i heard that i was like okay that means like you're gonna, probably just going to share the responsibility more. Yeah. And to yeah. the NFL fan base, it's just ludicrous. Right. Right. Yeah, so I get the preparation clause. I mean, uh, independent study clause, 
using those those words and and again this is it's a law trick it could have been worded better that's really it everything in contracts is the lawyers playing games mm -hmm. for the most part every yeah. however every anything is written is based on how the lawyer wanted you to read it that way so and the fact that it came out because like a full contract never comes out so why did that come out yeah it but it came out specific. because it was worded funny yeah exactly and the football world man they leak stuff on purpose you know so often and they pay to get stuff leaked you know and, and it's just it's a lot of like i said it's a lot of games so i get it i get this and um don't like it but i get it um julio to tampa bay you got any feelings yeah you know i don't know if this is a trend and i might i might be reaching but why do i feel like when every free agent receiver has the option to pick between tom brady and aaron Rodgers, they pick tom brady every time well tampa bay is a lot nicer than green bay weather wise 100 <laughs> percent. Uh, yeah i mean <laughs> to retire yeah, no, I'm with you, but <clears throat> I don't know. I, it's yeah. a great move. It, it's a great move, but he's a guy who hasn't been able to stay on the field. He hasn't, especially last, what, three seasons, I would say? Yeah. He's had a really tough time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, Tampa Bay has done a good job with preserving guys like that. Uh, so I... They just, they I'm excited. I think it's big, Tampa but they lost a lot. They did. And this yeah. is a good move. Again, if he's playing, this is a great move because mm -hmm. he embodied like he, him, and Tom Brady are gonna get along like peanut butter and jelly. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, easy. But I just I want him out there. That's really all I'm worried about. And and the other good thing is with guys like him, um, and I think this kind of goes. Uh, unsaid a lot of times that people don't value this as much, but him being out there is such a threat that other people will get open. Yeah, you know your your um your corner, your best corner is going to be on him. Mm -hmm. So your second best corner might get exposed by our young guy. You know, so it, that that helps uh that helps the other receivers of Tampa Bay. They still have Evans, right? Mike Evans still there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So that they have a free him, free guys like him. Um, who else did they sign? They signed another receiver this off season. I don't know. I can't remember. I'm not sure. But if you know, Godwin it'll help guys back. who. Is he back or is he, he is? signed somewhere else? I know he's coming back off injury, but. Uh, I think they said they lost Chris Godwin, but I, I'm Chris. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It it, it is tough. Until the season starts to remember all the guys that signed, but um, but if anything, other wide receivers will get better looks. The funny thing with with Brady uh, is like he gets mad at guys for being sloppy. Yeah, like he when does. guys make a yeah. route mistake or drop a pass, like he was getting mad at Gronk, and Gronk is probably one of his best friends. Yeah, yeah. To me, and that's, Gronk probably knows exactly. And Gronk, like, it was never an issue because you know Brady's a goat. Mm -hmm. But Julio is like the perfect fit. He's a worker. Yeah, I've never, I've he never is, seen yeah. Julio when on the field. I've never really seen him run a bad route. Right. So yeah, 
is he's a perfectionist sign. for sure. Yeah. Who uh, who do they have at tight end without Gronk? That is a good question. Yeah, I got it. I'm uh, telling you, man. They, look that up for next time we talk AB about They lost AB to foolishness. They lost Gronk to retirement. <laughs> they lost Chris Godwin because of injury and, and contracts. I mean, mm-hmm. Mike Evans is still there, but that's after that. I'm looking around like, who was he? Who was Tom throwing to in the playoffs? Right. I, I don't even, it's I hard can't to even tell you. Right, right. They, um, uh, <laughs> AB performing at Rolling Loud just sealed his NFL career being over to me. at Rolling Loud? You didn't see? No, I don't know how I missed this. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Like yeah, one he's... of his BS tracks that like are real songs. Is is how he performed or... it didn't get a it didn't get a lot of positive reception, but yeah, he came out there shirtless as always and performed rolling out, yeah. Oh, his yeah. career is done. I didn't need this to, to seal it. <laughs> He he betrayed. That, could I, you imagine betraying Tom Brady's trust twice to become a rapper? To the yeah, I mean I don't care what he became, but he really <laughs> like he'll tell you he wants to play football, but then disrespect the the guy that gave him multiple last chances. Yeah, bro, he wouldn't even have like his career would have been done after Raiders if it wasn't for Tom Brady. Yeah, and he still threw him under the bus. So there's nobody AB won't throw under the bus. Right, right. Their roster right now does say they still have Godwin. They have Scotty Miller too. Scotty Miller is um, the tight end, I think. He's no, he's, no, he's receiver. receiver. He's re- receiver. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I don't recognize any of the tight end names. They have like one, two, three, four, five rookies at tight end right now. So, they might be looking at um, another. Uh, I'm interested how getting another uh, tight end. The only really thing I'm interested with Tampa Bay is how Todd Bowles does. Me too. Uh, I'm I'm curious how they adjust losing uh, Bruce Arians. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, do you have any other football that you want to mention right no. now? Yeah, um, I think I'm. I think I'm good for. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping next time we talk football, everything. you know, outside of like when we get into the season, is about yeah. Lamar Jackson's contract. That would be nice. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm a Baltimore fan. I don't know what's taking so long. <laughs> what's the problem here with all these bullshit clauses and other guys' contracts? <laughs> Right. Somebody yeah. gotta pay this man, please. It, there's no way they lose him. So it I I'd probably cry. I'd honestly probably cry if he went. Maybe if he went to another team I like, maybe I don't cry, but Ravens going back to purgatory. Yeah. How lucky that, they that would be him, ugly though. for them. Like they, they got Lamar just in time for Flacco to get full-blown washed up yeah you guys would have been out there with um rg3 a broke down rg3 for 
couple of years. Who would have made it maybe five games. RG3, like, <laughs> the crazy thing is RG3 could still be, like, on the bench for them and just decide to let it go and work for ESPN. Like, he, yeah. I mean, and he might be, but he's really transitioned to being mostly ESPN, a lot less football, yeah. and he still could be playing, you know, backup for Lamar, probably, or backup for somebody, but wasn't it? And that's who you guys would have been stuck with, so that would have been really ugly. Really, really ugly. I mean, a lot of guys are getting healthy for Baltimore, too, which hopefully we don't get a repeat of what happened last year. They had Losing like a three AC- running backs. Oh, they had like an ACL tear epidemic in training camp at one point. Yeah, three. three you lost your Jesus. Three running backs, which is crazy. And in football, all the running backs basically. injuries are like a everyday thing, and that was crazy. So it's just insane. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, we will be back when more news, when more news happens. Um, thank you for listening as always. Stay tuned. Post notifications. Um, turn on new episode notifications, everything. Um, and we will see you guys next time.